0: my babies i know you all love listening to my voice every week and i love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me but i would be remiss if i didn't shout out spotify for podcasters they allow me to record and edit all in one app they have user friendly tips and tricks and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me so if you're looking to start your own podcast or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into i highly recommend spotify for podcasters Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday. For the third week in a row, I am recording and uploading in the same day, but I've based on my analytics like the first play technically is me so because i listened back to the episode before i actually upload it so the way that the the app that i use the spotify for podcasters does it is the first play is always me and it's always on sunday obviously because i want to listen back to it before i upload it for y'all so I have found that I don't have a lot of plays on Sundays, so it's actually okay if I record in the morning and, like, upload it in the afternoons or, like, the evenings, because typically nobody listens to it on the first day anyway, which is fine. Like, there are some podcasts that I listen to, like, they upload on Sundays and Mondays, but I might not listen to it until, like, Friday. Um, So, needless to say, I'm recording and uploading again in the same day. Um, it is Sunday, April 2nd. Yesterday was the first of the month. Y'all, March was so hectic for me and it's just so ironic because I had said that March was going to be a calm month, a relaxing month because I knew that April, pretty much April and May are going to be really busy between my personal life and, um, the sorority and stuff. So I... I was wrong. March was the most traumatizing month that I've had thus far in 2023 and it wasn't anything bad. It's just the first two weeks of March I was really sick and then I got the new job. Um, My full-time job got super hectic with like timelines and stuff so I was stressed out about that. I had sorority stuff going on. I'm still trying to keep up with my fucking personal life and be sociable and then I had my period TMI. If I mean, the, like I said, the only man that listens to it is my brother that I know of. So, but anyways, we're all adults here, and the girlies know what I'm going through. But I had my period twice in March because I had it the first week of March when I was sick, and then I just got off of it. So, cause there was five weeks in March, so I had two periods this month or in March. And yeah, March was just very traumatizing. So I'm going into April with a lot of love, a lot of open, open mindedness. I'm trying to be a sponge like I like to be in every other aspect of my life and just soak it all up. I have a lot going on these first couple of weeks of April. My plan, which, you know, they always say when you make a plan, God laughs. And in March, I felt that to a different level. But my plan for April is to have my first couple of busy weeks, and then like the last two weeks of April, because I think April has five weeks too. I think, technically, um, the last two weeks of April, I'm just gonna chill. I'm actually not going to Colleen for my chapter meeting this month. I'm going to get back from my trip from New Orleans and try to regroup those last couple of weeks because then I do have to go to Colleen for an event that um my committee and another committee within my chapter are hosting. So needless to say, I'm going to try to maintain a lot of balance this month. That is what this month is about. Um, One thing that I like to do, I redid my calendar. So if you've seen on the podcast Instagram, I made that reel of where I kind of erased the previous month on the first of every month and redo everything um, with dates, meetings, Zooms, um, travel, appointments, dinners the whole nine all goes on one calendar and so I did that yesterday um and April looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy month but it looks like it's gonna be a fun month so life update for this week I started my new job fully I have six patients um I found out I get paid on a monthly basis and even though there are home patients, um, if you know anything about social work, home visits are like a big thing, but I don't have to do them. But if I were to do it, I would get reimbursed for gas. So I should be getting my first paycheck pretty soon. Um, So I'm excited about that. I am going to have to figure out a way to schedule in time for those patients on top of my full-time job on top of trying to be social on top of trying to be present in an organization and still have some type of balance in my life so I'm still figuring that out um as you all know well I feel like I've talked about it I'm getting ready for New Orleans um but like I said April's just gonna be a very hectic month um this week coming up or like when you all listen to this Um, I will either be getting ready to or I will be in Colleen celebrating my man's birthday. And then I've got some stuff for the the sorority to do before I leave for our regional conference. I am leaving for Louisiana on the 12th um, for a few days. So I just have a lot of stuff going on back to back. I got my hair done yesterday. Um I'm taking my man to get his toes done for his birthday. He said that was like one of his biggest, like he really wanted to get his feet done, so me being the person that I am, I'm like, Okay, fuck it, we can kill two birds with one stone. I gotta get my feet done for my trip anyway, so is it for his birthday? Yes, but am I gonna get something out of it? Absolutely. So it's one less thing I have to worry about when I get back to Houston. So we're going to go get our feet done. I'm going to like make a day out of it because his birthday is on Thursday. I will be in clean on Friday after work. But like I said, I've got some sorority stuff to do. So it ended up working out because I think he's going to celebrate like with his friends and shit on Friday. And then I told him Saturday, you're on mine. Like we're going to make a day of it. Um, And so then when I get back, I have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and half of Wednesday to get ready because we're leaving late Wednesday night. So I've got a lot going on these first few weeks of April. Am I excited? Yes. Am I probably going to be stressed out, overwhelmed, and kind of a bitch? Yes. But I'm glad that I already had my period. So that way, those emotions are already out of the way. Because when I tell y'all this week, I was so irritated. like Everything was annoying me. And then I I'm not a crier. Like my friends will tell you, I'm not an emotional person, but I promise y'all every little fucking thing made me want to cry at like the drop of a dime. And it I'm over it. So hopefully I'm I think I'm I think we're done for this this cycle. Um and so I'm going into April with an open mind, like I said, um, and I'm excited for everything that's coming up. Gonna be very fast paced. I know that, but that's why we plan. We plan as best we can. And you hope for the best you expect hope for the best, expect the worst, yeah, is that what it is? I think it's still kinda early on I'm in my bed, I found that I liked enjoy- I enjoyed recording in my bed last week so I'm in my bed. I open my windows, I have my coffee, I just put some clothes in the laundry, um which I think I'm gonna be end up having to do like three or four loads of laundry in in the next week and a half because I wash clothes twice a week anyway. But I have to pack for clean, and then I have to come back, wash all that shit, and then get ready for NOLA. So so this is how I'm starting my day with you guys. So I hope you start your day with me at some point this week. But now that we have listened to me talk for eight minutes about myself, this week's episode is going to be called Listener's Choice. Well, it's called Listener's Choice. Um, And I got the idea because I kind of be like I know what I like to talk about and I think I've say this all the time but sometimes like you want to know especially when you're doing something like this and you put it on like a public platform and you know I'm very I don't I'm whatever but you want to you want to do what people want to consume at the end of the day essentially so I put a little questions and answers um sticker on my podcast Instagram. And I basically asked y'all like, what do y'all want to hear? And so I got some really good responses. So y'all, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or what, but for me to have 166 followers on that Instagram, I really be surprised when people actually like respond or like listen to my shit and can really, and I know that they listen because of certain things that they say about certain episodes. And it's just like, bitch, what did you expect? Like you thought you was just going to be on here talking to yourself? Like my analytics are phenomenal every week like I swear I fucks with every single one of y'all y'all know I love y'all to death but it's just sometimes I'm like damn I started this podcast like really just wanting to talk because I feel like I have a lot to say sometimes I just don't be knowing how to say it or like yeah so needless to say I love y'all but I think y'all know that so anyways back to the episode so I came up with this thing called listener's choice and I think like between this and then the Q&A I think I'm gonna do these like periodically because I want to know like I want to know what y'all want to know, you know what I mean? And I think it helps me kind of plan other episodes as well. So my best friend told me that she wanted a longer podcast, which I I appreciate. So shout out to you because I feel like me talking for 45 50 minutes, I feel like that's a lot. I personally like longer podcasts. Even when I watch vlogs on YouTube, like I like I was just telling my best friend the other day, I love vlogs that are like 40 minutes to an hour and there's one girl in Atlanta that I watched that some of her vlogs be 2 hours long. I love that cuz I feel like I can turn it on and watch it like a show. And I can tune in and out, but I know it's going to be on cuz it's 2 fucking hours long. So, my best friend was like, "I think you should do two topics to make it longer." So, these are two very opposite topics, but they're two topics that I did post on my story or yeah, that I did post on my story that were suggested and my bestie never steers me wrong. So that's what we're going to do. So today we're going to be talking about making friends as an adult and my workout split. I don't think I've ever talked about making friends as an adult. Um, I've talked about my workout split before. So that'll be towards the end of the episode or like the second half. But I think making friends as, as an adult is a very important topic to talk about because I have found that um, bitches are weird um, and it's not as easy as it sounds to make Friends, as an adult, like, you know, when you're growing up, it's easy because you see people every day, like you're with the same people day in, day out, half the time, like most of the people that I still talk to today, like I grew up, literally grew up with elementary school, middle school, high school, and then we kept in touch in college. So like you have all of those years together to really form a relationship. And I will say with my group of friends, even the ones that I'm no longer friends with, they started from... We met in fourth grade. We met in fifth grade. We met in middle school, and then we were just locked in after that. We had our seasons. Like, I want to say the one of my best friends. We have been best friends since we met. Like we we we've been friends since we met. Um, And that's not to say my other friends aren't, but I feel like throughout the years we kind of it was like a come and go type of thing. And I feel like I got close to my immediate circle, like my two best friends. After high school. Like, I feel like senior year of high school, we all kind of, like, bonded. Like I said in a previous episode, we used to have this really big group message, like, really large group of friends. It's just because we all played volleyball together. But then, like, some some girls played other sports. Like, in ninth grade, me and one of my friends, we we played softball in the off season of volleyball. Um, one of my other friends, she ran track. Um, and I think that's it. I don't think any of the... No, none of my friends played basketball. It was either track or, like I said, me and my other friend, we played softball freshman year. But we just had this fat-ass group. I want to say it was like 16, 17, 18 bitches, like in one group message. And when I prom- I promise you, by the time I got to college, there was about six or seven of us. One being my roommate. And then she dropped off. And then two more girls dropped off. And then another girl dropped off. And then somebody else dropped off. And eventually, it was just four of us. And then... Um, like I was saying in my episode that I, you know, that I boosted my friends about, I have had two girls that were within the group that I don't necessarily talk to anymore, but my other friends do, but I'm only close with those two. So my immediate best friend circle is two girls, two women. So, um, I just feel like I say that all that to say like I feel like I look for that connection in other people and when I don't get it, I'm like turned off. And I'm one of those people like once I see that I'm not fucking with you or you give me like one little inkling to just shut the shit down like I'm over it. Just like with the men that have been in my life, I don't spin the block, quote unquote. Like I'm not gonna backtrack. Once I'm done with you, I'm done with you. Can I be cordial? Absolutely. We can coexist until we turn fucking blue in the face, but we will never be friends, in my opinion, and I'm just always so skeptical of, like, meeting new people, and this is no shade, no tea to anybody, but bitches are fucking weird, like, you hear about the craziest shit, like, the girl that went with her friends to Mexico, and they, didn't they beat her to death or something, and it's like, why, for what, if you don't want to be friends with somebody, then, then don't be friends with them, I'm confused, like, why we gotta fake the funk? Cause I'm the type of person I don't know how to fake being somebody's friend. Like if you're gonna always know whether I fuck with you or I don't, and it's not even like a like I'm a standoffish kind of person. It's just I'm not. You're not my vibe. We we just don't click, and that's fine. But I just find that I'm so skeptical, and I tell people this all the time. Like I always, especially my mom, i will be like my. Sometimes I just be thinking everybody trying to set me up. And it's not even on no, like, I'm the center of attention type shit. It's just bitches are weird. Like, you see weird shit happen in friend groups every day. And it's like, I don't want to put myself out there and even, even give myself the opportunity to be in a situation like that. Like, I'm cool with my two best friends. I'm cool with my group of girls on my line. Like, I'm cool with my little immediate circle. Like, I'm fine with that. And so... I'm learning that, you know, sometimes you have to let your guard down and just, you know, let people show you who they are, like their pure intentions. And nobody has to say we have to be best fucking friends right off the bat. But like, I feel like because I hold my friendships on such a high pedestal, like I'm looking for that connection, that sense of security, that sense of genuineness in the girls that I would potentially call my friends. And I just feel like if I can't, then we don't have nothing to talk about. But that's a me thing. That is definitely a me thing. Because I'm learning that as an adult, you can't look for necessarily look for childhood connections, because we're not meeting and we're not connecting the same way we did growing up. Like I can't see you every day in school. I can't talk to you every day in school. I can't work out with you every day at practice I don't see you more than I see my parents and my siblings and stuff throughout the week I can't do that as an adult because obviously most of the people that I'm friends with don't live around me um with the exception of like my lion sister that lives here my brother that lives here my best friend that lives here but like everybody in my immediate circle is not right here readily accessible for me and so I'm learning that it's okay to branch out. It's okay to like meet somebody out. It's okay that if you click with somebody on the internet and y'all choose to link, like, and you want to see if there's like organic or like genuine friend chemistry, like that's okay. You don't have to necessarily see this person every day. You don't necessarily have to talk to this person every day. You don't necessarily have to interact with this person every day for y'all to be friends. You know what I mean? And, and actually the girls that I'm friends with are that I, like my best friends, we talk every day, but I don't necessarily see them every day. Like I say, I have a one of my best friends that lives here, who lives up the street from me. I see her maybe like once or twice a week, and it's typically on the weekends, unless we do dinner or something spontaneous throughout the week. But most of the time, like I see her on the weekends. Growing up, I got used to. We met in the in the sixth grade, and then we went through middle school and high school together, and we still stay close. Once we got to college, when I moved to Dallas, her ass was all the way in fucking California. Like we still remained close, which is what tells me that I can be friends with people who don't, who can't be in my face every day. And y'all know me, I don't want nobody in my fucking face every day. So for me to even think that it's just, it's like ass backwards almost. It's like, bitch, you don't want to be up under somebody all day. You only want to be up under your man all day. So what would make you think that, a friendship would be any different. Like, yeah, you talk to her every day, but you don't have to necessarily see the girl every day. Now, I will say I do FaceTime one of my best friends every day. Every day, like, I have a routine. I call my mama. I call her. I call my man. Those are the three people I talk to every day on the phone. And I think that's what I like. Because I be joking with my man, like, he doesn't give me attention. Like, that's a thing for me. Like, as long as I feel like, like we can we can talk every day or like talk throughout the day. Like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Even with friends, like it's no different. And so I'm learning that it's okay, you know, to be a little softer and to be, you know, a little bit more accepting of people because I'm not as social as like, Everyone thinks, and I think that's that's like a really big misconception. Like on the internet, I feel like you have like a a wall. Like it's just the internet. Like if you don't want to talk to somebody, you don't have to talk to them. But like when they're in your face, and even if they're in your face and you don't want to talk, like okay, cool. Because like I've said before, I can sit in the room with somebody and not say a word, and it would never be awkward for me. But when you're talking about building a friendship, building a relationship with somebody, you have to you have to be sociable. Like that that's a thing. And I'm not. I'm a very quiet person. I don't think people believe me until they get around me. And it's just like, bitch, you really don't have nothing to say. No, I don't. But I will say, like, if I naturally click with you or, like, you give me something to talk about or we find something in common, oh, I could talk all day all day long. The girl that, um, that I found, the braider out here, um, yesterday was the second time that she's done my hair. And I promise you, the time goes by so fast because literally all we do is fucking talk. All we do is fucking talk. She's the sweetest person I've ever met. And although we don't have a lot in common, the few commonalities that we do have, we have a lot to say. And I was telling her that yesterday, too, because there was a couple times like it would get quiet and she would be like, well, I hope you don't think I'm being rude. And I'm like, girl, no, the fact that it's not awkward, no, makes me realize that like I'm comfortable with you. We don't always have to be talking about something. Or if you want to talk on the phone for a couple of minutes while you're doing my hair cool, or I might have a phone conversation and it's not perceived to be as rude. We're just kind of like coexisting kind of thing. But those are the like little things that I look for when I'm talking about being friends with somebody or building a relationship with somebody. Can I sit in a room with you and it not be awkward? Like there not be any type of like weird tension because maybe this is our first time linking, or maybe this is our first time like really being around each other, because if that's the case, oh bitch we're locked in for life i I like knowing that I can be around people that are gonna let me just be my quiet self, like yes, my best friend gets onto to me for not talking like when we go out in public and shit, but that's genuinely how I am I just don't I don't talk and i'm a i not I'm not a rude person, I just I'm quiet which is so crazy to say because growing up I was the complete opposite like I'm a Leo I'm an August Leo and we're Leos are typically very like commanding they're very like outgoing and outspoken and I feel like in certain situations yes I'm absolutely a Leo woman but the flip side to that is, is I don't always have to quote unquote command a room with my voice. Like I feel like my presence—this is going off way left field—but I feel like my presence is enough. And I'm um, even at work, my boss tells me all the time, like Ali, I feel like there's just so much more to you than you let us see. And I and I was telling him like sometimes my personality, once you get to know me, can be a lot for people. Like I give real crackhead energy sometimes, but I'm very unapologetic about it, and it's like. if that's not something that you're used to or that you're ready for, it could be a turnoff. It could, like, it could. And I'm very fucking sarcastic. I have to tell my man all the time that, like, I'm not serious. Like, I'm just joking because I could say something in this tone of voice with a straight face and be joking. But I need people around me that are going to understand that that aren't going to get offended because that's just who I am. That's that's my personality. There's not saying if, if it's a right or wrong thing, but that's just who I am. And so I've learned to be quiet around new people because I want to kind of like read the room. Like if I say something off the wall, I need you not to like think I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like just go with it. Just go with the vibes. And if I don't feel like you can do that or I don't feel like we're going to mesh, then it's dead to me. Like I don't see it going anywhere. But that also goes into having opposite personalities from the people that you're friends with because I feel like me and my friends, we're actually all fire signs, which is crazy. Even the girl um, that I recently stopped being friends with, we were both August Leos. And then my two other best friends that I still talk to now, they're both December Sagittariuses. And it's like, mm, four fire signs in one group? Like, that's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking lot. But we've made it work. And even though we were all fire signs, I feel like we all had our own unique personalities. And so that also lets me know that, like, bitch, you can get along with people who are opposite of you. You can get along with people who aren't necessarily, like, on your same thought process. As long as, like I've said before, as long as it is nothing that is going to harm me and you are not putting me in harm's way, I could give less than a fuck. Because at the end of the day, I don't think I could... Be around somebody twenty four seven that had my same personality, I just don't like I find joy in meeting people who have opposite personalities, but like the same crackhead energy as me or like some of the same values and beliefs as me like that's cool, but I also feel like when you have opposite personalities and like that person is genuine, it's not like weird vibes or anything like that like you can actually learn from them or gain something from them gain new insight look at stuff a little different and i'm not saying all friendships have to be like this deep connection or whatever but i feel like if you're gonna call somebody your friend it should be a give and take situation like not just materialistically but like on other like in other aspects as well because there's so much more to friendships than just like the surface level shit so I feel like to call, to call you my friend as an adult like and me to not have met you when I met my best friends or for me not to have had the same like longevity that I had with my best friends is huge for me because I feel like I don't make friends that easily. I make associates. I can talk to anybody. I can talk to anybody. I can have a conversation with anybody, but to call you my friend as an adult Child. I don't know. I'm working on it though. I really am working on it. And I definitely recommend that anybody, especially being in a new city like myself, like I definitely recommend meeting new people, whether it's at work or if you meet it through a mutual friend or kind of like, for example, like when I went out with my best friend to her friend's birthday party, like it was just a bunch of girls. Like there was no drama for the most part nobody was like hating it wasn't weird like it was just a group of bitches that just want you know that just wanted to turn up for someone's birthday and I feel like those are the easiest situations to be in to make new friends like you hit it off on something real like surface level or like real Like, I like your purse. I like the way you did your makeup. Who did your hair? Like, little shit like that, I feel like, are the easiest ways to make new friends. Or, like, make connections with people. Or have that social interaction. Even if you don't become friends. Like, you know that if I saw her out. Or we see each other in passing. Or whatever. Or somebody brings her name up. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like, sis was cool. Like, she's straight. So, like I say, I highly recommend just not putting yourself out there but like putting yourself out there because it's like i mean everybody you come by is not going to be your best friend and it is what it is if it was everybody would get would get along and we that is simply just not the fucking case and that's cool that's just how the world works but i have found that not that i put myself out there but like even just giving girls subtle compliments whether it's on the internet or in person those have sparked some like really good connections in my experience like there are certain girls that i talk to on instagram almost every day or at least on a weekly basis and it's always on some like girls girl type of vibes like there's no hate there's no weird vibes it's always genuine like, and if it leads to a conversation, it leads to a conversation. If it doesn't, it doesn't, like, who cares? But it's just, like, I'm able, like, I know how to talk to people. I'm able to talk to somebody outside of my set of group of friends as an adult. And, like, there, I I didn't know this girl growing up. We didn't meet until maybe, like, six to eight months ago, maybe a year ago. We've been following each other on social media for years, and we're just now having a conversation, like, that's okay too like those I feel like those can spark some very genuine friendships too because I feel like all the weird and awkward shit gets out on the internet it's like okay by the time we link we've already had conversations like I know your vibe you know mine like we just gonna see if it transfers in person if it does great if it doesn't who cares that like like I say everybody you come in contact with does not have to be your best motherfucking friend just like I said dating every nigga you go out with every girl you go out with is not gonna be your soulmate and that's fine. But the fact that you tried is a is a lot. Like I think that's a big stepping stone because I think it is very hard to make friends as an adult because you just never know. Like people typically are already set in their ways. They have their own friend group. So to like try to integrate somebody new and you barely know them is kind of hard. But it's doable. It is doable. And I think sometimes you might surprise the fuck out of yourself and have connections and like really hit it off with people you least suspect. Like there are some girls that I talk to on Instagram or like on Snapchat and shit, and it's just like, bitch, I would have never in a million years thought we would have ever even had a conversation, let alone build some type of friendship. Never, because growing up, you wouldn't have been like we wouldn't cross paths, or like you wouldn't have been the the bitch that I just picked out of a group of people. Like, no, that's my best friend. Like, I want to be her friend ever, but. I feel like as an adult, you kind of look at things in a different light and you kind of, your values change from when you're a kid to as an adult and what you look for in a childhood friend might not necessarily be be what you look for in an adult friend, but that's okay because that shows signs of maturity. And as a child, like you want to be everybody's friend. You know what I mean? Like you just want to be in the mix, get along. Like that's part of your development as a child. Like you just naturally, children naturally want to be up under their peers or get along with their peers or associate with their peers like you long for that connection as a child but as an adult you literally just want a a set of people who like are genuine and you know that aren't gonna like be two-faced or weird or do like Like, secret animosity is a big thing amongst women. I think that shit's so weird because it's just like, bitch, if you don't like me, then why the fuck are you around? You know what I mean? Like, I find that very strange. Or if you don't like someone, why are you stalking their social media? Why are you even following that person in the first place? Like, to me, that's weird bitch behavior because it's like, you're claiming you don't like this person, but you are putting a whole lot of energy and keeping up with them. That's weird to me. That's very strange. I'm quick to unfollow somebody. And it don't even be on no hateful shit, no spiteful shit. But it's just like, you're just not my cup of tea. And that's fine. Who cares? Like, like I said, everybody you come in contact with is not going to be your best fucking friend. And that's cool. If we were all supposed to be friends, we would be. And we're just not. But I have found that the internet as an adult has made it so easy and it makes it very lighthearted to meet new people, which is what essentially like our generation or at least my generation uses social media for, like making connection, building businesses, gaining new experiences. Um, a lot of people use it, it's social media, use it for social networking. Me, I just get on there, pop my shit, get off, talk to my girlies, talk to my, you know, my guy friends or whatever. And then I get the fuck off and go on about my business. But I have really found that the internet, the internet makes it so easy to make friends. And I'm not saying like deep, deep friendships, but like, I still have that social aspect to me. That's not necessarily my set of friends, like not my immediate group of friends that I talk to day in and day out and go out with all the time. It's like there are, I could give you like one, two, I can give you at least three or four women that I have followed and I'm not going to say kept up with, but that I have followed over the years on social media that I am just now really talking to. And it's just like, oh my gosh, she is so nice. Like we can get along. Like I like her. But I feel like the internet is what made me see that because I feel like. I'm not, I'm not awkward, but I'm quiet. So like if I were to see those same people a few years ago in person, I probably wouldn't speak, but now, Oh, I'm going up. I'm giving hugs. How you doing? I pay attention to a lot of the stuff that people post about what's going on in their personal life for like, if they're starting a business or they're like venturing out and trying something new, like, how is this going? You know, a lot of people are getting married, having kids now. How are your babies? How's your marriage? How is like, how is life treating you in general? Like, I feel like those are topics that could go a very long way with people if I were to see them in person or like run into them just out. Because, like I say, I do live in Houston now, and like most of the people that I talk to on the internet don't live anywhere near me, but like we be in the same city sometimes around the same time. So <clears throat> it's like if I were to see you out, it wouldn't be weird. Like, I would feel comfortable enough to come up to you and have a conversation or like keep a conversation going that we might've had a couple days ago on Instagram or something like that. So I say all that to say that making friends as an adult does not have to be as hard as people try to make it seem. Like if you're not a person that likes to go out and do stuff, then don't like that's fine. I've always said be comfortable with uncomfortability, but to a certain extent, like if you genuinely get physically ill to go out and it makes you very anxious to like put yourself out there in person, try the internet. motherfuckers date on the internet every day make a friend on the fucking internet shoot your friend shot I know that was a thing for like a while to shoot your friend shot and I know a lot of bitches that are friends because of that like that was like a very strange time period on the internet but like it worked and I'm not gonna say I be shooting my friend shot but like I will literally slide up or slide into quote-unquote slide into a girl's dm's like bitch you are so pretty like or, I see you on your shit. How is this going? Like I say, genuinely showing interest in what they have going and not just a like a surface level conversation. Yeah, I might comment hard eyes or whatever on a girl's picture or something every once in a while. But like if you posting some real shit, like, like, bitch, okay? Like, what's up? Like, I want to know more. And I'm naturally nosy. As quiet as I am, I'm very nosy. I'm very observant as well and so I just that would be my piece of advice if <clears throat> stop making the shit so hard just stop making this shit so hard just make a friend like yeah we don't make friends like we did when we was growing up or some people still do like I know a lot of people that will just go out and sit and make genuine conversations with people and then they end up being the best of friends me that's not me I'm not that person I'm very I'm not awkward in person but I'm awkward in person Especially if I don't know you or like, like I kind of know you, but we really haven't had any type of interaction. So the internet is my best friend. Like that's where I thrive. I pop my shit. I boost the girlies. I invested in certain people's stuff because I can tell that they genuinely, like that's something that's like genuinely a part of their life and that they care about. And it's just like, okay, bitch, like I want to know more. Especially if it's something that like, I'm not necessarily interested in or something that. I might not have branched out to do, like, I want to know more. Like, what made you do this? And I promise you, that's, like, some of the best conversations I've ever had. Or, like, when people swipe up and just genuinely check on me. Like, a lot of people know that I just moved to Houston, just started a new job. And so there are some people who literally would just ask me, like, how are you doing? How do you like the new city? How's the new job? And I can tell that it's a genuine interest and not just a fake checkup. Because that's the thing, too. Watch out for those, like... There are some bitches that I used to go to school with that I know for a fact are just being nosy and I don't give them the time of day. It's just, bitch, move on. We're not Like I said, bitches are weird. Bitches are very strange. You're keeping tabs on me and we don't even fuck with each other. What the fuck? And just because it's been a couple years doesn't change anything for me at all. Like, cause I'm one of the people, once you burn the bridge with me, it's, it's over from there. I don't have nothing for you. You don't have nothing for me. Yeah, we might follow each other on, on social media or we might not. So if we don't and you're doing fake checkups, that's weird to me. But <clears throat> needless to say, making friends as an adult is not that hard. It does not have to be that hard. It does not have to be a long, drawn out, complicated ass process. Just speak. Hey, how you doing? I like such and so or pick something about somebody that you like. Oh, I like your makeup or what products did you use? Oh, I I'm in the same career field as you. Cause that that is a big thing too, especially now like with me being in social work because social work is becoming such a, a high demanding job or career field so I've met a lot of girls through that so it's just like find something about somebody that you find interesting and feed on that if you can't or if just speaking to someone makes you nervous just like slide up and, and if they don't answer they don't answer who cares like I, I've there are some bitches that like think they're the cream of the crop and like don't respond or like try to make it look like they're just like this popular individual and it's just like okay bitch you're weird that's strange once again you're not my cup of tea, so I'm gonna move on. So don't make it hard. Make it very lighthearted. Um, I, this one girl that um, her and I have each other and are close friends, and I feel like that's how we've connected. Kind of. Um, she had posted something one day, and if she was talking about relationships, but I feel like it could translate into friendships as well, especially as an adult. Like sometimes. You need to connect with people that you would have connected, like that your childhood self would want. What does the childlike version of you want? It doesn't have to be this like professional and like hard and this overly mature connection. Like, like I say, I look for childhood connections sometimes in some people. So what would the little, what would the little me want? Who would the little me connect with? Because when you're younger, you, like I said, you want to just play with your peers. You want to connect with your peers on a more childlike aspect. So as an adult, do it that way. Who would the childhood you want want to, quote unquote, play with? If you took all of this adult shit out of the picture as a kid... Who would you want to play with? And I promise you that like blew my fucking mind. And I feel like it has almost made it easier for me to talk to people, especially on the internet, maybe not in person, but like on the internet. Cause it's like, no, that's somebody I would have wanted to play with growing up. Like that's somebody I would have wanted to click with. Like if I had the opportunity to do so and we went to the same school and we did the same things, like I know that that's somebody I would have fucked with. So like, why can't I as an adult go about it that way? I promise you that makes it so much easier. Making friends as an adult is not a hard process. Don't make it hard. Go into it lighthearted. And like I say, if worse comes to worse, or at the end of the day, just approach it like you would as a kid. Everything doesn't have to be like this cookie-cutter, overly, quote-unquote, adult-like thing. Because I feel like friendships are fun. Like I want to have fun in my friendships, so why would I look for... Like, why am I overcomplicating it? I'm trying to look for somebody I can have fun with. Like, that I can go out and enjoy life with. That I can go out and experience shit with. So, it doesn't have to be this serious, like, thing. Just go make a friend. Literally go make a fucking friend. So, that's my advice on that. And I'm taking my own advice. I promise. So, now. We're going... Now that I have talked for like 30 minutes about making a friend. We're going to talk about my workout split. So completely opposite of what I just talked about. But now we're going to talk about my workout split. So my weekly workout split is I work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. On Mondays, I do cardio and abs. So I do at least 20 minutes of cardio, whether it's 10 minutes before my workout, 10 minutes after, or all 20 minutes before. I do at least 20 minutes of cardio, and then I do 200 reps of some abs, of some type of ab exercise. No, ab exercises do not build abs. Abs are built in the kitchen, and that's why I don't have abs. I build my core. I have a very strong core. Like, I pride myself on that because I don't have abs, but I, I have a pretty decent core and it gives me the look or the illusion sometimes that I have abs. Like when I'm my quote unquote leanest or smallest, skinniest, however the fuck you want to put it, you can see that there's potential. There is potential, but I like to eat. So as healthy as I eat, like yesterday, I went to five guys. I told my best friend, like, I really want a burger. And I went and got a double bacon cheeseburger. With some fresh fries. And I had a diet soda. That is not going to give me abs. And that's fine. I get back on track today. And I will go to the gym tomorrow. But anyways, that's Monday. Tuesday is always lower body. So typically I do glutes all the time. Only because I don't do booty exercises more than once a week. So typically it's either a hamstring and glute exercise. Or it's a quad and glute exercise. Um and then I do cardio. So typically on the days that I lift, which are Tuesdays and Thursdays, um I will do 10 minutes of cardio before and then I always do 5 minutes on the stairmaster after, especially on my lower body days. My Wednesdays are my rest days because I have found that as an adult, I cannot do shit like I was doing in college as an athlete and by the middle of the week between work the sorority, my social life, the gym, I'm tired. So Wednesdays, I give myself to rest. Thursdays are upper body. I've really been enjoying upper body days. I was talking to um, my man the other day about that. Like, I used to hate upper body. And if you talk to my trainer, he could tell you. Like, I used to want to quite literally kill him on my upper body days. Um, but I've started to enjoy doing shoulders and back. Um, so typically, I'll either do shoulders and biceps or I'll do... um shoulders and back, or I'll do back and biceps or triceps. Um Because if you know, you know, if you want that snatched look, you have to build your shoulders, you have to build your back to give it that illusion. So while you can, your, your waist will naturally get smaller, you know, over the course of working out, you have to build the rest of your body too. So Like I say, I will do 10 minutes of cardio before, five minutes of Stairmaster after I do upper body. And then Fridays is always just 30 minutes of straight cardio. Um, I've gotten back into running. So most mornings I will run for about five or six minutes. Don't come for me. I just, I'm easing my way back. I haven't ran in so long. So I'm easing my way back into it. So Fridays are typically like straight 30 minutes of cardio. Um, This past week I did... Um, I did an interval run on the treadmill for 15 minutes and then I did 15 minutes on the elliptical. Um, sometimes I'll do a HIIT workout on the treadmill or I'll do a HIIT workout on the elliptical or I never do the, the Stairmaster on Fridays just because the Stairmaster that we have, I promise y'all is 10 times harder than like most Stairmasters. And I'm willing to argue with anybody because that bitch, I never, I'm not going to say I never, but I don't normally struggle on the Stairmaster and that bitch be having me like burnt the fuck out. At five minutes, like sh- sweating, drenched. So, that is my weekly workout split. Um, I typically don't take more than an hour in the gym just because I find I work out by myself, so I kind of can just do my sets, zone out, get in, get out. Um, I also work out at five o'clock in the morning, so bitch, I'm not trying to be here all morning. I'm already up and not a morning person, so we're just gonna get in and get out. Um, Typically my workouts, depending on the day, will range anywhere between 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, just depending on what I do. Typically my leg days are my longest workouts just because who don't want to build an ass? Like, and right now I'm focused on my hamstrings. So like I really try to focus on the mind to muscle aspect of a lower body workout. And so my my Tuesday lifts are normally the longest Mondays and Fridays are probably my shortest days only because Mondays I just do abs like to get my week started. And then Fridays, it's just 30 minutes of some type of cardio. Like I'm literally in and out Thursdays, depending on what exercises I do, I may take longer rest periods in between. Um, so, and I'm really focusing on increasing weight and like really moving heavy weight because I have found that for me, my weight loss, um, and muscle gain is really affected by the weight that I lift. Like, yeah, a lot of people say do low weight, high reps. Like, yes, if you're building your endurance or your stamina, like, got it. But I'm I'm wanting to build, like, strict muscle. So I do lift kind of heavy. I do push myself as much as I can. Um, and so some days that means taking a little longer break in between sets. It is what it is. But I typically will not take longer than an hour, like I say. And then I have to go to work right after. So luckily my morning schedule isn't super strict and I can kind of play with my hours during the week. Um, And so I'm normally up at, my first alarm goes off at 4.30. Um, and I'm typically, I, at first I was getting up at 5 and I could be in the gym by 5.30 now with my scheduling stuff at work like these past couple of weeks because it kind of died down a little bit I was able to wake up at 5 30 and be in the gym by six and then still make it to work by like 8 39 o'clock and go on about my day um but normally I my first alarm goes off at 4 30 I'm up by five in the gym by 5 30 now the biggest question is Allie, how do you wake up that that early? I promise y'all it didn't happen overnight. Even when I was in college, I wasn't waking up that early. I think the earliest I woke up in college was like probably six o'clock. But my last job, I had a 30-minute commute one way and I had to be at work by 7.30. So it took me a solid 30 minutes without traffic to get from the gym to my job. And so I had to set my workouts accordingly. And it just so happened that the the gym that I went to offered spin classes, so twice a week I would do five forty five a m spin classes on the other days, I would typically get to the gym around five thirty to give me a solid workout and then I just kind of got used to it, like even this morning, I told myself that on Sundays that i on the Sundays that I can, I'm gonna start sleeping in because it's like why am I setting alarm for six a m on Sunday, and I'm literally not going anywhere, I don't have to do anything pressing, I don't have anything scheduled it's just I'm a very productive person, but I'm starting to learn in order to decrease my anxiety and decrease my stress. Like, bitch, sleep in when you can. Like, you don't have to be up before the sun every fucking day. You do it Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, just chill, bitch. Like, what? So, naturally, I woke up around 630 this morning. Like like I've told y'all before, I'm in the bed right now. Um... Last weekend, I got out the bed around 10. I'll probably do the same thing today. Get up around ten, eleven thirty, And I just have house chores to do and then study for my exam in May, which I have found a different way to study that doesn't require me to like just sit and focus on a book for an hour. So going back to my wake up time, it was a gradual, a gradual change. I... I started out waking up at 6, and then I moved it to 5.30, and then I moved it to 5.00, then I moved it to 4.45, then I moved it to 4.30. Some mornings I can pop up right at 4.30, no problem. Um, But then there are some mornings, like, I need that little 30-minute cushion, so as long as I'm up by 5 or up by 5.30, whatever it is that day, I'm good. So it didn't happen overnight. It took me years to do this. Like, I promise you, I've been doing this for two years, and some mornings I still fucking struggle because I'm not a fucking morning person. I'm just not. It's not who I am. I'm not, no, especially not because I don't drink coffee before my workout. So I'm literally in there on the strength of, bitch, we, we need to get this workout in before we start our day. Um, but what I will say is, is that I prefer morning workouts over evening workouts just naturally because the gym is always packed in the evenings. But I'm a person who likes to get in and out. I like to get on my machines, do my reps, and get the fuck on with my day. I'm not trying to be in the gym all morning. I'm not trying to be in the gym all night. So... In the morning, typically I'm in there by myself. There are a few girls um, and like a guy that come in periodically throughout the week that I know are normally in the gym when I'm in the gym. But we're never in each other's way. I can get my workouts done. I don't have to worry about sharing a machine or having to work in with anybody. But what I will say is you have to do what works for your schedule. I know myself by the time I get off work at 4.30, 4, 30 and get home 4 35 o'clock I am not going to the gym I want to come in and decompress I want to come in eat dinner talk to my mama talk to my best friend talk to my man watch you know my shows or if I want to turn on a YouTube um, video and have it playing in the background while I do stuff around the house like I want to be able to do that without having to carve out an hour hour and a half to go to the gym I just don't and I like morning showers so after the gym in the morning, I take a really nice morning shower. I wake up. I have time to myself. My best friend always makes fun of me when I say I enjoy, quote unquote, slow mornings. But I do, especially on the mornings that I still go work out way before I'm going to go to work. Like I, can ha- I have time to cook breakfast, make a coffee here at the house. I like really enjoy my shower. I might sit in the bed for about 30, 40 minutes before I really have to get up and get ready for work. So it just works for me. But you have to do what works for you morning workouts just work for me And this they always have actually and I think being a college athlete as well kind of played into that because we always had morning workouts and then we would have practice and then we would have so like I was just used to getting up anyway and so I think I just kind of integrated that in my post collegiate lifestyle um as far as my exercises and stuff goes i like i gave y'all my workout split i do the same workouts every day for four weeks um the only thing that changes is the weight and maybe the reps so normally for like the first three weeks i'll do one set weight with six to eight reps which is normally it's six by that fourth week i'll up it five to ten pounds same workouts but i'll do eight reps instead because by the time I come back to that exercise, I want to be able to start at that heavier weight. I don't always want to be starting at the like the minimum weight that I can do. I want to be able to push myself and like I like to see progress in the weight that I can move, especially with my upper body, because I am not my upper body strength is slim to none. I know that about myself, and that's fine. But I I overcompensate with my lower body strength and I always have. But I'm starting to see that I can lift heavier um more frequently with my upper body workouts with that schedule and it kind of shocks your muscle but in like when when I switch workouts so those 3 to 4 weeks like I'm letting my muscle get used to the workouts um it's a repetitive thing like muscle memory type of thing but on that fifth week I switch I target another muscle group I do different workouts and then I do those for 4 weeks and then I switch so That's how I set up not only my workout split, but my actual exercises. Um, And then I had one more thing. Oh, working out like I'm an athlete, college versus retired college. So in college, we worked out two to three times a day, however you want to look at it. Um, We always had morning workouts, or at least I was always up in the morning working out. Um, I would have a 6 a.m. workout, and then practice was typically like 11 to 1, 12 to 2, and then Um, my freshman year, we would have like 30 minutes of conditioning right after practice. So I count that as a third workout because we're doing something totally different. Like we would take down the net and then do conditioning. Um, or on Wednesdays, like if we had a bad game or something, we would, instead of having practice, we would work out outside, but that's on top of the workout that I already did that morning. So uh, my metabolism was super high. I could eat and shit differently. Um, but I can't do that now. Do I keep some aspects of being a collegiate athlete in my workouts? Absolutely, because that's what I'm used to. And I love when people look at me and they're like, oh, I can tell you played a sport. Like, I love that because I try to keep that physique. I try to keep that body composition up. Can I push myself as hard? Absolutely not. I am not 19 anymore. I'm not saying I'm old, but I'm not 19 anymore. Um, But I kind of try to keep that same mindset. I definitely cannot eat the same. Definitely cannot eat the same. Um, I have to eat a little smarter and a little bit more like when i was an athlete i could eat intuitively like if i wanted to eat taco bell or burger king or mcdonald's or whatever i could do that and not have to worry about gaining like weight from it now oh bitch water weight instantly like i can feel it and so which is why i have my sunday resets where i get back on my diet um and kind of get myself ready for the week because typically friday nights i'll eat out or like i'll eat a little heavier saturdays for sure Um, and so I still keep aspects of being a college athlete in my retired college athlete workout routine and eating pattern, but I know that my body has significantly changed. Um, and I know what works for my body. So I just, I say all this to say, you just got to do what works, um, My workout split works for me. Some days it doesn't. Some days I don't even go to the gym and that's fine. Like in college, I would never skip a workout. I hated skipping workouts. Now, bitch, if I want to lay in the bed, I want to lay in the bed. Uh, It just is what it is. And some days I will. Like I'll lay, I'll skip my workout in the morning, but then I'll go work out in the evening. Or if I don't lift necessarily in the morning, I'll still go walk on the treadmill for like 30 minutes at an incline just to get some type of movement. Because I I do find that my body does need daily movement but sometimes it just, it don't work out. Sometimes I don't want to lift a thousand pounds and that's fine. But a cute little hot girl walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes is what does it for me that day. So that's my workout split. Um, I'm kind of glad my best friend made me do both because I feel like the making friends as an adult portion of the episode, that would have been a good episode on its own. But like my workout split, because I feel like it's, it is what it is. Like, I don't have this elaborate ass workout split. I don't have this elaborate ass diet routine. Like I just do what works for me. Um, and you know, I talked about in a previous episode that I do struggle with body dysmorphia. So like, I literally just have to do what works for me at the end of the day. Some days I'm a little bit more motivated than others. Some days I really have to rely on discipline, but at the end of the day, I, I listen to my body a lot more now that I'm a little bit older a little bit more wiser. And I know that my body can't take what it took at 18, 19, 20 years old. So, um, I'm, I'm shout out to my best friend for making me do both in this episode. Um, this actually, so I can't actually talk over an hour because the app that I use, um, doesn't let me talk for more than 60 minutes and we are at 57 minutes and 30 something seconds. So I really appreciate y'all for fucking with me this week. Um, I know this was a little bit longer, so enjoy listening to this on the way to work, on the way home from work. If you go do a workout or whatever, tune in with me. I really appreciate all the love and support that I have gotten. Um, I'm getting ready to start my day. I do have a few house chores that I need to get to, um, but I wanted to start my day with you all. and I think I started on a great note. I hope that each and every one of you has a great april i hope you have a great week um i love y'all and i will talk to y'all next week Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday. And if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at a Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week.